0: ProPlan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs. So wherever you and your dog's next adventure takes you, start it off right with the advanced nutrition of Pro Planned Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. You ever have those times where you just get an accent for no reason? Like right before we started this, I said, should we start? When I go back to the South, I sound like I'm from the South again. You throw the y'alls in? I throw the y'alls in a lot. But I throw the y'alls in a lot more when I work with Troy. But the y'alls, I've been saying that since I was freaking five years old. I, having now living part-time in Nashville, I can find, I bet you I'm going to throw in a lot of y'alls and then I'll be annoyed by myself. It's like Madonna that all of a sudden was British. Isn't she still British? Oh, well, let's ask her daughter. Her daughter has a lot of thoughts on Madonna. yeah. What happening? You look great. This hair is very voluminous. For all of you guys that are watching on YouTube, you can see the locks are flowing. Now They're clipped in. Filling in those that don't know, Aaron has a like pretty much her entire head is real hair. And so she throws in these clip-in extensions and you really get a lot of volume. Oh, yeah. Val and- Vidal, Sai Soon. Um, yeah, just had a little interview with Sportsnet in Canada, A eh? um, Trying to push our NHL line that is out. Happy NHL season. Talk Nikita about Kucherov it. Nikita already hurt, which is a big bummer to me. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning insider over here. And mm-hmm. yeah, you can buy our NHL... T- here, shameless plug, on fanatics.com or nhlshop.com. I need to know where to get the jammies, as you always call them. nhlshop.com and fanatics.com. What do you want? Seahawks? Are you still still cheering for the Seahawks? Is Cam Newton going to sign there? Okay, so let's break this down for a second. I am always rooting for the Seahawks, but not when it comes to wagering. I hit my— Dude, I was on fire yesterday. Carolina screwed me on my bet there because I thought I had it. Didn't work out for me. I just ate— you know what, on the Ravens-Chargers bet, because I was all in on the Chargers thought. Yeah, what happened there? Would uh, show out instead? it was Lamar Jackson. So I went four for two yesterday, but I nailed the Steelers bet. That game got real exciting real fast. You and I were on the phone for other reasons, and then all of a sudden I was like, holy shit, we have a tie ball game. We're going to overtime. Yep. DK, why are we not running out of bounds? Why? Why? Why are we not running out of bounds? He's like in a fight team? with Shannon Sharp now. Did you see that? No. Why? What's, yeah, he on over? Instagram. I quickly saw it. Oh, but yeah, I don't know. Is it about that? I don't know. Well, he should have ran out of bounds to stop the clock, and then there was like a whole hurry up, whatever. They tie the game, but then poor Gino. Gino can't catch a break. He's a very formidable backup. Put them in a position to win, but then he fumbles the ball. Steelers win in overtime. But. Anyways, I, the jammies. Going back to that, I do like the word jammies. Jammies, they look- so cozy. And Matthew the one- Judon looks like he's in jammies. Look who's bringing me ramen! <laughs> what a Hello, cutie Krista. cutie face! Hi, Jarrett. We were watching you the other night. Oh yeah, on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy
1: NHL season, wrong, buddy. Thank you. I don't know if I was my best, but I'll. Uh... It's hard.
0: You do it with a three-man booth. That's very difficult. If you ask Troy, anytime you do like three-man, it's very difficult. A three-man weave. Well, we thought you did a great job. Yeah, Yeah. we're always proud of you. But I appreciate (laughs) that you're live here. We are. We are are live. Yep. How'd your day go at work, (laughs) Jarrett? Uh,
1: wasn't too much going on. Boys are on the road. Boys, boys
0: are on the road. Okay.
3: It's quiet. Okay.
0: So Um, who's going to be good in the NHL this year? As someone who doesn't follow hockey as much as I should anymore because, you know, since versus went off the air, um, I only pay attention to what you're doing. Who's good?
1: Well, besides the Los Angeles Kings, which uh, pushed for playoffs this year, uh, Florida Panthers are good. Really? Yeah. Florida's good. Tampa would be good, I would say, but Kucherov might be injured. I don't know.
0: He is. I talked to Chris Simpson Um, about that today, Mm -hmm. but they're not saying what it
1: is. Again, Vegas should be good, but they're banged up as well. So who knows? Okay. Uh, okay.
0: Vegas, the I
1: usual, need. To- Washington, Boston, Edmonton should be good. You're
0: really selling the season to us, you know? <laughs> what are the big well, storylines? Three Pete, Tampa.
1: I don't know, babe. I need time to rehearse this.
0: Oh. You're so cute, Jared. Uh, you're bringing your wife, Ramen, because she's been in the circuit of promoting NHL lines for where?
1: No, it's because she doesn't really have time to eat sometimes. And I know when she doesn't eat and she's hungry. Ooh, what happens? Hangry.
0: Well. Do you get hangry, Krista? Because you then, barely eat. No, now, I, don't. I actually don't get walk. hangry because I just go into, I'm, I'm in full fasting mode. Wait, Jared, before you leave, Colin Coward being that beauty that he is, who knew that he was a friend and listener of the podcast. He said, oh, I love the episode when Jarrett was there. And, and Aaron said, tell me something that I do, babe, when we travel. And you go, promise not to get mad. And then she got mad. And it was so funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I was like, Colin, who knew?
1: The- You're adorable. I was trying to think what I you know what with- I'm coming into, Krista. I know what I'm coming into. I know. I was, to,
0: I was trying to figure out what's new with our life that we could bring up and talk to people about.
1: Well, <laughs> what? The house has been getting painted for the last three weeks.
0: <laughs> it's like the money pit. I mean, hey, it's
1: it, 12 years. Krista, right? 12 years.
0: I, I saw maybe the, let pe- the
1: maintenance go a little bit too long.
0: Then you got a whole bunch of problems. If I can appreciate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a lot right now. They're going on three weeks, but they're doing the whole entire house on the outside. Everything.
0: Okay. So- That's what's hot in our life right now.
1: Because the, ho- no, the, okay, so the house is all wood. So like the, the ocean air just crushes it, right?
0: Question from a viewer. So you guys both are busy. You're both in the middle of your season. Or Jarrett, you're starting your season. Aaron, you're about halfway, almost halfway through your season. How do you keep the romance alive in the relationship <laughs> at a time like this? <laughs> um, You don't have to get specific, but I mean, like, is there a designated date night? Is there like, yeah, what are yeah, we doing? We're is. really good yeah, about a date about night. Okay. Yeah,
1: we set up dinners and yeah, we have that.
0: So, go Jared, ahead. are you the planner in the relationship? Because Erin's the planner in every aspect of her life. So,
1: Yeah, we talk about it, but I'm usually the guy that gets the Rezos, you know?
0: A little resi situation? Mm-hmm. And we stay local. Who's surprised? No, one, so no, we don't we have don't. to stay local. We no. don't mind going out and
1: about. Once or twice a month, we go up uh, West Hollywood, Venice,
0: Do you ever do a surprise? Like, when's the last time you surprised Aaron with like something romantic, like flowers or any of those?
1: what's going on here? Because
0: I'm wanting to know how to keep the romance alive in a relationship that when you guys are both really busy. We talked about this last night when we were walking the dog. We did. We were talking about like how to be good with each other because we've had like obviously we don't see each other. We have like a lot of big time decisions and like fertility stuff on our plate. Yeah. So we were like, how do we make sure we don't end up like in a bad spot? And communication is one, right? Yeah. Yep. We try to be really good about that. Although I probably could be a little better because I'm never home. Well, you guys have a relationship that everyone loves and you're both very busy. So I think <laughs> our listeners, I think our listeners and me included, as someone who tries to have a healthy marriage is always open to the people who it, seemingly appears and I know you guys get it right how it all works especially what works for busy? a guy it's which, not like, easy
1: but you just kind of gotta realize when when your partner's busy when she needs a minute when
0: when she, she a, needs a minute that's my favorite what's the what's the dead giveaway that Aaron needs a minute I have ramen while you're telling that yeah what's the dead giveaway when I need a minute I'll basically tell you Jared's like I just came to deliver ramen
1: that helps when she tells me but <laughs> um yeah, short. Short answers, short texts. Uh, like, for example,
0: here we yeah. go. <laughs> I got home here on go. Friday. No, wait, don't leave. I'm
1: cutting Howie.
0: Okay. I got home on Friday, and it was a 6 a.m. flight. I was exhausted. Our game ended at 1.30. Yep. Well, no, I got back to my room at 1.00. Car pickup is at 4.30. I'm tired. I barely slept on the flight. This lady next to me had a wet cap cough. It was upsetting me the whole time. What does that mean, a wet cough? Just there was a lot of, like, wetness Clem. to her Clem. cough. So I was like, I'm getting COVID. I'm getting COVID. It's great. Great. So I came home. I was tired. And like, it's great. We haven't seen each other. We're excited. But I hadn't been home in like two weeks. There were a ton of boxes all over the house. The one thing this guy hates in his house is.
1: Boxes that sit around for like longer than five days, a week. But he doesn't
0: want to open it. I'm with but you on that. You don't want to open it because sometimes you open things and you throw them out without mm-hmm. understanding that there's receipts and yeah, things. We some should... days I
1: get excited and I just want to, I just want to, I know when the garbage day is. So I want to like open these damn things, chop them up, get them outside. You, okay. know? Do you but like, I know, you're very tidy. Very. Mm-hmm. So if you're not, you lose things.
0: I respect that. Stay organized, Jared. So he was asking me a thousand questions and I was like, can we go do this really fast? Can we go walk the dog really fast? And then we were walking downstairs and he's like, hey, what about some of these boxes? And I was like, you're coming at me like a 10 right now. I need you at a four. I'm tired. I can't be doing boxes, walking the dog. Like, I need (laughs) you to just stop. And then you were quiet for like 10 minutes.
4: You
1: like
0: left me alone. Yeah, I kind
1: of get excited sometimes. I want to do three or four things at once.
0: Yeah, you do. Well, you... Not to put you on the spot, Jarrett, but you got, you know, I think it's important to, I always ask my parents, my parents have been married since they were 18 and they're 53 now. I'm not going to do the math, but I think it's important to ask people that have healthy marriages, what the keys to success are. And my mom and my dad do this. I don't know if you guys do. When my mom doesn't like my dad, she calls him a different name. She calls him Johnny and he calls her Julie. So he's like, Johnny, oh. she goes, Johnny, you're being a real asshole right now. And he's like, well, Julie, you're being a real bitch. Because then it takes the personal out of it and you can like go, okay, all right, that's a signal that we need to bring it down a few notches. And then you're not ever like demeaning the individual. You're just demeaning their alter ego, which is not being very nice. Sassy, sass. I I'm still working right. on my own relationship, clearly. But you know, no. these are tips from Scott and Kathy. But I would say communication. I mean, I look, there's a ton of things I need to work on in this relationship. And I know, and like a lot of times I worry because I'm away so much like crap. Are you getting out of me what you need in the relationship? But like, I, yeah, I think it's just being really honest with like, oh my God, our dog is so cute right now. Like, are you happy? Are you not happy? I will tell you. We were at a stage before we got married. We were fighting a lot about stupid crap. And I think a lot of it, my husband just made a face. Was that I was insecure. I didn't know if we were going to get married. I didn't know like if he looked at me like that. So it was a nagger. I was a freaking nagger and I was annoying. And that's really hard for somebody I I can't even imagine. And I remember one thing he said to me and I'll never forget it. And it kind of changed like the way I felt about our relationship. He told me there are days I come home and I'm like bummed out when I see your car in the driveway because I don't want to come home and fight with you. And I was like, wow. That's that. You know, <laughs> this, is, this is a Scott Thompson piece of advice, though. Scott Thompson has a lot of yeah. words of wisdom, and he always says, say, um, have the divorce before the wedding. So, if you're able to be honest with each other about these are the things that could potentially be damaging to us, let's address those before we actually agree to get married. And then there's no like, but how do you do that? Well, I'm still working on it, you know? No, I mean, but how I'm, do you have the divorce before the wedding? Like, so you talk about what? That. Like that example, like Jarrett being like, I don't want to see your car because I don't want to get in a fight with you. So being able to have those open and honest conversations, and then you're not sh- like you know you as somebody who has been married twice now, I I work through relationships, but you have to ask certain questions before you get into relation to into a marriage because. Unless you want to have 10 divorces on your resume, you know, these are important questions to have. And I'm clearly no expert, but I can appreciate that you guys have a very, or what I observe is a very open and honest relationship about that. Not all of which Jared wants to probably talk about because he's like, I just came down to drop off ramen, you know?
1: Yeah. I'm going to go have the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, I love you. Go. Bye, um, with it. Wait, I how about the help. wait to
0: Seattle Kraken? What? What about the Kraken? What are they you having have the beginning? Kraken? They're elevated. Uh, Last
1: question. I totally—you don't know—totally up in the air, much like Vegas was that year. So it's obviously yeah. going to be tough to compete with what they did. But two games in, Krista.
0: How is your home crowd? Do we know? How long you know? season. They
1: haven't had their home opener yet, actually. What? are on the road. So.
0: Bye, Jared. Thank you, friend.
1: Right,
0: see you guys. See ya. Poor guy. He's like, oh, okay. he's fine. He knew what he was walking into. Start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily.
2: To die for is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Yeah, I'm real. I'm in a real, as you know, I'm a real exploratory stage and just asking questions. So that's okay in all areas of my life: relationships, yeah. work. Uh, you know how we were talking about last week where you were giving a shout out to Tom Rinaldi for being sort of out of the box thinking when yes. Daniel Jones went down. And then his, you know, report wasn't about the injury, but it was about Mike Glenn and the backup coming in. And so, I think it's always important to be a student, right? No matter what you're doing, whether it's your profession yeah. or your relationship or things like that. So, Look, I didn't mean to make this a relationship conversation, but it seems fitting. Anyways, so you, my darling, were home this weekend. I got to spend time with you, which is a rare occasion on your couch on Saturday. We did nothing but study for I studied for games and you were studying for your Thursday night matchup. So you're headed to Cleveland when? Wednesday, because I'm not going to do yeah. a feature this week. Thank goodness. And every couple minutes, I sit there and look at the, the weather update, because it's supposed to be about, like, 50% chance of rain and chilly, but I'm hoping it slides down, because that's really going to alter what I wear, you know? Again, oh, for anyone that doesn't... now it's at doesn't... 45%. The high is 66, so it's raised a little bit, and 54 is the low. Guys, this is how crazy I am. I will do this probably about 20 more times today. For anyone that doesn't know, Aaron's backup profession... I mean, the first one worked out really well for you, but her backup profession was to be a weather gal. Loves the, or the, wet. what, you want to be on the weather channel or something? I did, but here's the thing. When you have to stand outside for four hours, it's nice to just be really, really prepared. I have, I was watching that Dallas New England game, which was unbelievable last night. I did that game. It was the coldest, nastiest weather I had, I think I've ever been in. When was this? A couple years ago. It was Mm -hmm. horrible because Tom was still there and it just poured and it was freezing and you couldn't get dry and it was just nasty and the game sucked. So that didn't even help with the whole thing. So it was amazing the weather they got last night. Um, I like to be prepared. Well, you have to be because you're standing out there forever. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of that Dallas game, I was taking notes because when I w- ever watch our good friend, Peter Schrager, on Good Morning Football, they always had great nuggets from Peter throughout the oh, week. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I was actually taking notes on some of the things they were saying. First win for the Cowboys at Foxborough since 1987. Wow. I didn't know that. 87? I was born in 82. That, so that's 100 years ago right? And then Dak Prescott's playing out of his mind. 445 yards against a Bill Belichick, you know, team, which he's... Was that total yards of offense or he passed for that? Yeah. Uh, 445 was the most total, it was total yards, I think. That would make sense. It was the, the stat was, it was the most yards ever put up by a quarterback against Bill Belichick. Wow. Um, Do you want to talk about Aaron Rodgers? I had to do, I was doing that highlight. And so in real time, and they were like, what was his passing yards, Ryan saying? That's how many passing yards he had. Oh, that was passing yards? Okay, well, that makes sense because he's had four. How many total yards of offense, Ryan, did they have in that game? What did the run game do? Because I felt like every time I looked up, Zeke was running. That makes sense because the stat, there was another stat, you know, I love stats, especially when I get them right. He's had seven 400 plus yard passing games in his career. And I can't that do stats. Them. That's too much for me. Because when I try to get it out, they had 567 total yards of offense. Wow, great day. Oh, are you in the chat? For anyone that doesn't know, we have a chat over here. I'm in the I'm chat. All, I'm always so, the jerk who doesn't have it on. I did Dallas, New York. And obviously, um, that was an unbelievable game, too, for the Cowboys. They just have so many freaking weapons right now. It's unbelievable. You can throw, uh, give the ball to anybody. You really, you. when was the last time we did a podcast? Well, I guess last week. And you were in Philly when you were finishing up your tour. So, yeah. um, what was I going to ask you about that? Oh, what a wh- I mean, I can't believe it's only been week six. A lot has happened. How about the Raiders responding with all the adversity and everything um, surrounding John Gruden? They went out, had a great game, beating yep. up on the Broncos, which was nice to see for that organization in terms of you know putting distractions aside. Aaron Rodgers, go, whirl. That's me. I mean, I, I need to... I still own you. But I still own you. And then he was asked in the press conference what he said. And he was like, I just saw a woman in the uh, crowd giving a double bird. And so I don't really remember what I said. I'm like... You know what you said. I still. He said he didn't know what he said? He didn't forget anything, that guy. Right. I think it was a little wink-wink, like, I don't remember what I said. Well, we all saw what you said, and I still own you. And he's right, because his record against the Bears is 20-5. and So, he does. He said he blacked out in a bit for a good way. Thanks, Ryan, for all of this. Yeah, right. My gosh. There has been 11, we'll just keep the stats going, stat line, um, 11 overtime games so far this year. 11 overtime games. That's a lot. I mean, every every time I turn around, I'm doing a freaking highlight and it's going to OT. Thank God I just jinxed myself. I haven't had one because you miss a flight. I hate that. Overtime games. Here's a story for you about games going into overtime flags. So a lot of times these officials are on my flight. And if I'm trying to make a flight, like the last flight out just to get home, it's really, really hard. If there's a lot of flags, are you going to overtime? So I'm right there with the officials. I am not going to lie. There are many times I say to these officials, enough with the flags. I'm trying to make a 445 flight, man. It's like- Keep the clock running. running. Keep it running. Run (laughs) the ball. Come on, Aaron Jones. Run the ball they're amazing. There was a time we did a Thanksgiving game in Detroit and we were on the last flight out. And we just had so many freaking flags. And finally, we were able to make it, like they were boarding as we got through TSA. And I remember like five of us were on the flight and I got through TSA first. And it was like a scene from Titanic. They were like, go, just go, run, like hold the plane for us. And I held the plane and I was like, my crew members are coming. Don't shut the door. They threw so many flags. never let go. Mm -hmm. Our crew makes it. They do final call for two of the officials calling the game. And I was like, fuck them. Close the door. Close the door. (laughs) They're the reason that we're here. So then we drank the whole way home. Shocker. Happy Thanksgiving to the A crew. We drank and I'm just like taunting and harassing and offsides and holding the official the whole flight. I'm like, "Well, we could have been on a lot quicker if you hadn't (laughs) thrown so many flags. Happy Thanksgiving, row 3B. True story. This reminds me of a couple different things that I was on a flight from Houston. I don't remember why I was there. I can't remember yesterday. I really, I, as we know, my memory is not that great. Maybe that's why I try to remember stats. Do so I keep my brain um, alert How do you do that? Well, I uh, clearly can't even remember my name, but I do remember this. I was on a flight. I can't. I, it must have been. Oh, 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 I do remember now. I was coming from New Orleans, and it was where the NBA All-Star Game was. I was in New Orleans for something else, not for that. Get on a flight, and we're sitting there, and we're waiting, and we're waiting, and they're not making any announcements. It's not the mechanical update. We're not waiting for the crew. There's just nothing to be had in terms of an update. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, about 15 people bags flying basketballs flying like diamond necklaces i'm being blinded master p and his entire family are now boarding this commercial airline Yes, and there's it's just chaos and we don't know where we're sitting and then the whole thing turns out that they couldn't get out on their flight on their private jet so they had this is some baller status master p we've all seen cribs you know they held the commercial flight for him and his entire family to get on, but they just took whatever seats were available. So Master P was in the back of the plane by the bathroom. You know, stars are just like us. I was like just this like is us quite the time, but that's some real fucking pull to have the plane held for you. Yeah. No, to me. Master P, who knew? Right. pull. I will tell you last night we were imitating you because we were watching Ted Lasso. <laughs> we only have one more episode to go. I won't tell anybody what's happening if you aren't caught up because people get real sensitive. But one thing, obviously, I've gotten it from you that, you know, um, they say that a lot in Ted Lasso. Do Ted Lasso does it because, you know what I mean? You know Tessie, you know what I mean? Yeah. I have to pay attention to that. I never picked up on that. Oh, also th- getting back to the conversation about sitting on flights when you were saying uh, the officials were on your plane. Who is the most famous person that you've ever either sat next to or that you know has been on the plane because Peter Schrager our friend and colleague he does my show in the morning and then as you know he jumps right on a flight and flies back to New York so he could do good morning football on Monday morning and he's always giving me updates or us Who updates. does he had? Well like he'll say like um uh, we could go back like through our text chain but it'll be like some obscure person that you and I maybe wouldn't know but he's like oh 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 he said um Leah Remini or whatever was like the last person that he said he was sitting next to. He okay. always talks and He's like, OK. Um, so it got me thinking, who have you sat next to or been on your flight that you're like, oh, shit, I have two. So you think about yours. I don't have any one major. What? OK, I'll go. Number one, and you have filled in many a times when Michael was doing Michael and Kelly. I was always so jealous. I was like, "That was my dream to be on that show." So you were probably busy, which is why I got the call up to host the show with him one time. So I fly, I fly from LA to New York. Bella Hadid, uh, not Bella. Ooh. Oh yeah, Bella Hadid, <laughs> not Gigi. No, Bella, the brown hair one. She was okay. sitting next to me. Oh, oh my gosh, who the eye? Okay, here we go. Blending the eyeshadow. Um, she was sitting next to me and she was FaceTiming with the weekend, Abel. She kept calling him and he was in her phone as Abel. And so they were FaceTiming and I was pretending to not know what was happening. But of course, she was right next to me and I kept like peering over like a real creep of creeps. And she was being so sweet and so nice. So now service comes around. I'm ordering red wine and they're like, What would you like for dinner? And the, she, they asked her first. And she's like, oh, I'll take the pasta. And I was like, I'll have the pasta too. Because I was like, if models eat pasta, then I'm going to eat the pasta and we're going to have the same meal. And then we started talking and I was like, oh, we're fast friends. We weren't. But for a moment in time, I thought I was. And she was so pretty, I couldn't even take it. The other person I sat next to, you'll love this. Covering college football back in the day, Rich Rodriguez was the coach at Michigan at the time. As we did have all the college preview magazines out, I'm reading, I'm studying, I'm doing the whole thing. Guy sitting next to me goes, How do you think Michigan will do this year? And I was like, Well, Rich Rodriguez, da 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 da. I'm bringing the whole thing down. 20 minutes into this conversation, I said, Oh, I'm Carissa, by the way. I didn't catch your first name. And he goes, I'm Tom Brady. Pause, pause, senior. Senior. Um- Cute. And then I was like, no wonder you asked about Michigan. And then I was like, you are just a teddy bear and I want to give you a big old hug. But yeah, those are my two Tom Brady Sr. and Bella Hadid. That I'm shocked funny. that you don't have more because you are on a plane on the daily. I don't. But that leads me to another discussion that we should really get into why I have so much foundation on. No, plane etiquette and how rude and disgusting and crazy people are on planes. Gross. You know, Gross. I tried to write a pilot, pun intended, for my travels. And then I gave it to Larry to, because I'm like, uh, if anyone knows how to be a comedy writer, I'm like, Larry, so I've been working on this sketch and this and that. And he goes, this is going to be terrible. And I'm like, I'm really trying here. He's like, you have no main character. That's why this show is not going to work. Like, is your main character the pilot? Is it the flight attendant? Is it the woman at the check-in desk? Is it the TSA person? So... Anyways, if anyone out there, because I figured The Office was a massive success, why can't The Airport be a success? Because how much comedy to your story that you've told on this podcast before with the woman licking the ice cream and smelling her armpit? There is just nastiness everywhere. Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the nice. drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing. What about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, you know what? I mean, I might as well have this thing sponsored by any airline or a union. Delta, we love Delta, All they want is people to be nice to them. Flight attendants. They're yeah. not your waitress. They're not your concierge. They're not your turndown service. People treat them like such shit. It pisses me off. When gossip magazines used to be the thing, we were all like grabbing an us, us weekly, weekly or people I'd always give them to the flight attendant after I left. I learned Aww, that they loved that. Like, just say thank you. Say yes, please. Oh, I just, these poor people, like people just treat them like absolute garbage. You're and so then people squeaked. are just nasty. Their feet up on the thing, the wrestling for the armrest, the, I don't know. I love the whole people that like still get annoyed with me for using my little wipey for everything around. You They're like, i so worried about that virus. Anyway, oh, oh no, um, as somebody who Which met her husband, me think the- of the girl with the wet cough on the plane. Like mm. you have a wet cough. Don't get on the plane. I don't want to hear your wet cough. The only person this was acceptable to do or was to, to do this was Bella Hadid with Abel because I was interested. We don't want to hear your conversation and your FaceTime before we take no, off. Okay, no. so what did the kids have for dinner? Have you given them the macaroni? She's got jazz class today. Don't forget, jazz class at 4.30 and then you got to pick her up at 6.40. Put your fucking headphones in and have your conversation. I don't need to hear about jazz class. Also, another favorite of mine, this clicking, clicking, clicking. I know someone that has the clicking on their phone. Turn it off. Why do you want to hear that? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear your clicking. It's just there's no etiquette anymore and my favorite are like the gals who haven't been on a trip in a while together which is fine you're excited i look i get excited too to go on trips but there are other people on the plane we don't need to have two, which we've had now three mimosas at the bar now we're moving into the flight we're on the south the southwest flights really get me those are the ones because i have to go to vegas once a month for oh yeah Cheer and light we're down. yelling and we're yelling we're like Woo, bash- i'm like and look i've probably done this at some point but as this is when i know i'm getting older i'm like yeah. hey Bring it down. Indoor voices, just bring it all. Down down, would you? Here's another one. When you have to get out, I'm really good on flights. If I don't have to pee the whole football game, you know, I can make it cross country without peeing. But the one time I need to, and I ask you and I'm like, sorry, do you mind if I go to the restroom and <sighs> you just sit up straight so I can walk, like graze my ass on your knees, like get your ass up and let me out. I don't need to climb over you. Cause you know, when I am going to climb over you, when you got your mouth open to the side and you're trying to nap, then I'm going to climb over you and really wake you. You good? I just wrote crawl over. I, I can't. Here, I no, can't. this is the whole thing. Is it acceptable? Is it acceptable to do the crawl over move? Because wonder if that person doesn't want you all up in their business, but I don't want to wake them up. So now I'm in a conundrum. Don't want to wake you up. But now if you wake up and I'm mid hurdle, Are you thinking this is inappropriate? This girl is straddling me trying to get to the bathroom. You chose the aisle. You chose the aisle. That's not my problem. You chose the aisle knowing the person in the window seat has to go to the bathroom. It's a window seat, it's not labeled prisoner, you know? So, like, you chose the aisle. Oh my gosh, that's such a great point. But what pisses me off is it, I don't board right away because I don't want to board right away and sit and listen to all the biz. Also, half the time I'm hoping to God I make my flight from a game. So when I do board, I put my stuff all up. It's a scene, throw my shit over. And then I'm like, excuse me. And then the person sits up straight so I can crawl over them. I'm like, I always say something. I'm always like, really? Okay. is that? Good. Oh yeah, I always do. Uh, So I don't like to board early either because I, I don't need to sit there for longer than I have to but I'm starting to board earlier because this overhead compartment- Overhead. And now you got the coats coming up for the fall. Okay. And I don't need the laptop bag down and now occupying what can be right. a whole overhead bag. Sit I it up straight. This massive bag, the carry-on, shoved yeah. underneath my seat. So now I don't have good blood circulation because that's my fault for having a, a, a too big a bag. I have to right. put it underneath my seat in front. So why does the laptop get its own compartment? And I get a real- chaps my hide when work or whoever has been kind enough to purchase a first class seat for myself, I have the right to the first class overhead bins. If I see you and you have a, a seat in 32C, which I've had a lot of those, I'm not throwing my bag in the overhead in first class and then keep, in, uh, keep walking. So when I get on, I'm like, wait, whose bag is this? So they're like, oh, she, she's way down there. Well, then she could take her bag way down there. Yeah. Not right. No. No, 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 no. I also, if you are stuck in an aisle seat and you are sitting there while everybody else is boarding and this, I don't give a crap. If you're sitting back in coach, if you're sitting up, what I don't get is when you're sitting in the aisle, why that allows anyone to walk through and hit you and their bag or their ass in your face, elbow. It's just people are animals, animals on the plane. It's unbelievable. Right, I, it's I come um, our next podcast. You know, you know what? Animals on a plane. All of you guys that follow us on Instagram, thank you. But also write down your most terrible, traumatic plane situation or something that's an annoying or a pet peeve because this oh, could be. I had one a- in Dallas. I'll tell you. Oh, wait, tell us right now. Keep Here it going. Go. Here we go. Missed my flight. Well, I didn't miss my flight. First of all, we haul ass after Dallas Giants to get to oh. DFW. Get to DFW. Everyone knows there's a storm coming. Major storm coming. I have, because I'm a weather a person, storm coming. when it's going to hit. It's going to hit at 6.15. Great. We're boarding at 5.30. If you know a storm's going to hit at 6.15, maybe pump up like boarding a little earlier. Plane sitting there. Hurry up get offense. On. We got ten minutes. I'm like counting down in my seat. I'm like, we got ten minutes before this storm's going. Winds picking up on the runway. It's getting all serious. You're checking. You're refreshing that weather. I up. am. I'm mm-hmm. checking tornado watches because if there's a tornado, I don't want to be on the runway. Can't be a good luck. So finally, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for your patience. Just want to let you know we are having a mechanical issue. We should get this wrapped up. We're just waiting for the paperwork. We should get this wrapped up in another ten minutes. Well, guess what? The storm's hitting in 10 minutes. If you had run the Ah! plane, boarded us, we would have been fine. So guess what happens? Storm hits. Here comes the paperwork from the mechanics. We should be good to go in just a bitch. Or bitch. I was a bitch. We're always waiting on paperwork. Always, by always. the way, paperwork. We get an iPad. Just refresh that. We don't need to have the guy walk with the paperwork. Oh. Very antiquated. This paperwork thing. Anyways, neon so. vests, all of it. So then, plane starts rocking. It's windy. There's a major storm. Tornado warnings. I'm like, why are we on this runway? Also fun. We don't turn the air on. Great, love that. I'm texting Jared. When? I'm like, this. I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna lose it. So then we sit on for another hour. Oh, because you know what? Another hour. Wind starts picking up. Something on the runway hits the engine of the plane. At that oh. point, I said, I'm off. Goodbye. I'm staying in Dallas. I hate this, like, airline. I'm off. Walked off. So mad. They're like, can we get your name? I was like, my name's fuck you. Yeah. There you go. The only time you haven't been yeah. nice to the flight attendants. And it, and that wasn't even to the flight attendants. That was to the grounds crew. <laughs> oh, God. That was speaking. So look, look, look at this. this early. Who knew? I'm in an aviator jumpsuit. I love Am that. Am I an in Top Gun? I love it. I forgot I had this, actually. A girlfriend of mine gave this to me forever ago. And then I put it on. And as we were talking, I was like, exits are here, here, and here. Inverted dive with a MiG-28. I know the finger, Goose. Aaron Rodgers didn't know the finger. Or he did. He got a double finger. It's a discount double check. How is that the first thing on your mind when you are... I'm going to ask him that. How is that the first thing that comes to mind when you just run in the end zone? I still own you. I don't know if that would be the first thing on my mind. It, well he forgot he for, he blacked out for a second um wait what else is the situation okay so we've got Cleveland um what do I have this week I've got to go to Vegas well I don't have to go to Vegas I get to go to Vegas tomorrow which you know no one loves Vegas there's a real love-hate relationship with people in Vegas people and New Orleans I find that it's it's it sparks a lot of conversation where people are like uh oh, New Orleans it's so dirty I'm like I love New Orleans or Vegas like uh oh, it's so trashy. I'm like what? I'm like, no one has more fun than I do in Las Vegas. Get me to the freaking roulette table right now. I don't get it. Did you hear the Pat McAfee story with Peyton Manning and the roulette table? No. Okay. So Pat McAfee played with Peyton Manning for, I don't know how many seasons in Indianapolis. Maybe it was just like a couple. They all ha- um, went to, uh, maybe it wasn't Vegas. They went, they're at a casino. Okay. Let me just clean up the story. They're at a casino the night's winding down. Pat McAfee's like, Hey, I got the rest of this money. I'm going to, you know, just throw it on a number on roulette. I always go 23 red or I go number two Jeter. I go seven Elway, like oh yeah, just, you know, Larry Bird's 33. So it'd be black 33 for you. So he's standing there and he's waiting to like, put his money on a number and Peyton walks by and he's like, you should throw it on number 18. And so Pat's like, okay, I'll put it on 18. And then everyone at the table realizes it's Peyton Manning who's walking by and saying this. Hard to miss. Okay, we'll all put our money on 18. Guess what hit? 18. Everything this guy touches. Everyone went fucking ballistic. And Peyton was telling this story on Monday night because he, it was when he had Pat on. And I'm like, that's such a sick walk-off. If you're Peyton Manning, you're like, hey, you should, I think it's 18 red. Throw it on 18 red. And it hits. And the whole table is like... <sighs> so anyway, so I love roulette. It's the first thing I do, get to Vegas because I'm there for extra. I'm not worried about the stand-up about Jennifer Lopez's residency. I'm going straight to the ATM. Money, money, money. Is that why you're there bill. for J-Lo? What? Is that why you're there for JLo? No, I'm there to just do stand-ups. There's actually I want to I wanna I wanna check because COVID protocol's changing. Some shows were a go, some shows aren't, but I love Vegas. I love 24 so hours lean. in Vegas. I would go back. It's on, it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. Um, I have I've seen it, you've seen it. We should go back together. We went to Lionel in Vegas. There. In yeah. Back. I know that face. He's okay. We're gonna keep you know what? all he night long. just one night all right so how, about, going, hey, how, guys. About, how about nicole richie who's the funniest person on the planet she said one time in an insta story she goes my dad can't even dance on the ceiling i died just that's it my dad can't even dance on the ceiling that's great oh mm. t's and p's yeah Courtney kardashian getting engaged i know you're big on celebrity gossip that ring was massive i mean very on. pretty <laughs> very pretty. Oh, you know to you got? Do we know? Has, has anyone checked in with the lord? Check the pulse. Um they did at the Rosewood Miramar which we both love. How yeah, about if you're just wandering down the beach and that situation? There's no roses left in the state of California after that proposal. The, thank God is the bachelor out of recording season because someone recording. called Jesse. Recording season. recording season. Um are we is this are we done? Look at me. Yeah, we're done. Oh, we're done. Okay. Yeah. We're done. The note from our producer is we can wrap whenever. I'm going to go ahead and summarize this. Relationship advice, how to act on an airplane, and Dak Prescott's having an MVP year. Take care of that calf. T's and P's to that calf. Mm-hmm. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.